Hi everyone, my name is Yosef Siegel and I want to welcome you back to the AMM Torah podcast. Uh, it's been a few weeks since our last uh, recording. I hope everyone had a wonderful Yontiv, Yom Kippur, Sukkot. I hope it all went well. And I'm looking forward to a new season of Divrei Torah. So let's get started with Parshas Barashas. So Parshas Barashas is, for most of us, the first Parsha we learned in school when we were in first grade. And because of that, a lot of people have the impression that Barashas is either easy or it's just a bunch of stories for children. And the reality is that Parshas Barashas is, without question, the most difficult and esoteric Parsha in the entire Torah. And by studying it, we can really get a glimpse as to what Hashem or how Hashem really meant for things to be set up. By looking at the Parsha, it shows us Hashem's original plan for creation. And even though it's pretty much impossible for us to penetrate all the meanings of this week's Parsha, by looking at it as thoroughly as we can, we can begin to understand the meaning of creation and really the framework of creation, how Hashem really intended the world to work when he first set everything up. So let's look at the creation of woman. Uh, as we know, the Torah tells us that originally man was created alone. And at a certain point, Hashem decided to change that. The Pasuk says, Vayomer Hashem Elohim, lo tov hayos adam avado. Hashem said, it is not good for man to be alone. Eselo ezer konegdo, I shall make him a helper opposite him. And that's in Perak Beis, Pasuk Yudchas. The first question is really, what does it mean that Hashem saw that it wasn't good for man? Hashem knows everything. He doesn't need to see an experiment in action to know whether or not it's going to work. So what does it mean that, uh, that now he sees that it's not good? Uh, so that's a very famous question. Uh, that's not what I want to discuss today, maybe at a different time. The question I want to discuss is that what was bad about man being alone? Right? Like why did you know? Like why did Hashem have to change it at all? What What's the worst thing about man being alone? What's What's the real purpose behind uh, creating a mate for man? So we're going to look at uh, a number of mafarshim uh, and how they discuss this question. So the first uh, parish we're going to look at is Rashi, and he explains that the creation of woman was not just for the good of man. He says that all the other animals in the world were created with mates except for man, meaning that there were two beings in the entire world originally who did not have mates, man and God. So Rashi says that Hashem was worried that the other beings in the world would look at man and they would equate, they would equate him with God, because if man doesn't have a mate, then it must be that he doesn't need one, because who's the only other being in the world who doesn't have a mate? Hashem, and Hashem obviously doesn't need one, so it must be that man has the same capabilities of God. So in order to avoid this uh, issue and to save the world from uh, this heresy, Hashem created woman to uh, prevent that. Uh, the next parish we're going to look at is the Ramban. And before the Ramban uh, gives his answer, he first makes one clarification. And he says that the reason that Hashem created woman had nothing to do with reproduction. He says that if man was originally created alone, then there must have been some way for him to have children as a single being. Whatever, whatever that way was it, was, it was possible, it was certainly possible for a man to have children before the creation of woman, and that was not the reason why Hashem 
gave him a mate. However, it says that if man had been created alone, he might begin to think that maybe this is the real way that Hashem wanted him to be, and it would be best for him not to have children. Now, what, what does that mean? So if you look at each day of creation, Hashem, at the end of the day, he looks over what he does, and it, the Pasuk says each time, Vayar Elohim Kitov, that Hashem saw that it was good. Now, what does it mean that it was good? So the Ramban explains, and we're putting good in quotes over here. What does it mean, quote-unquote, that it was good? So the Ramban explains that this means that it was fit to remain perpetually, that the way that Hashem created it now, this, this uh, plant, animal, mineral, whatever it was, this was, this creation was fit to remain in existence for the end of time. So if man, having been created alone, had no desire to reproduce, then he couldn't be called quote-unquote good because he wouldn't remain till the end of time because that would be it after him. So by creating a partner for him, Hashem showed man the benefits of having a partner, of not being alone, and added on to that, or through that is added on a desire to have progeny, to increase the number of people that you're with, and thereby perpetuating man throughout existence. And at that point, man could be called, quote-unquote, good. So when the Pasuk says, Lo tov heyos adam levada, that it's not good for man to be alone, Hashem is saying, Lo tov, this, this is not good. Right? Everything else is good. Everything else is good. But at this point, this is not good. I need to do something to change this into good. So the last pairs we're going to look at is the Kliyakar. So he explains that good is achdos and ava. It's togetherness, it's cooperation between people. That's what good is. And what's the opposite of togetherness? What's the opposite of cooperation? Controversy. Where there's controversy, where there's machlokas, good cannot survive. Now, where does controversy stem from? What's the source of machlokas? Separation. When people see themselves as separate from each other, then there can be a controversy between them. But when they see each other, when they see each other as being together, then there's cooperation between them. And that's when good comes in. Now, as we see later on in the Parsha, when Chava is actually created, she's created with a piece of Adam. A piece of man was taken, and from it, woman was created. So what do we see? We see that man and woman come from the same source. They're of the same material. If man and woman had been created from totally separate source materials, that Adam was created over here, and then Hashem went and he did the same process to Chava, but from a, different, uh, from a different source, then they're naturally separate. They're naturally prone to controversy. Now this is, this is totally unacceptable because, especially for human beings, it's very important that they trust each other, they, can, they have the ability to trust each other and work together. When you have a society, you know, we see animals, they work in groups, but their groups are very small, and there's a single purpose to their group, and once that purpose is done, then they move into something else. But human beings, when we build societies together, those societies cannot function unless there's trust between people and there's togetherness. So, so man and woman had to be made from the same source so they would be together. They would be a natural togetherness and cooperation between them. 
So when Hashem says, when He says that it's not good for a man to be alone, He says it's not good for a man to be created alone. That it's not good that the source material that was used for man is not the same that was used for woman. The best way for them to function is for them to be from the same source. Thus allowing there to be love and trust towards each other and for each one to be for the other a true Ezer Kenendo. Thank you very much, everyone, for listening. Please remember uh, that uh, there's also a print version of the Stvar Torah, which is available on the blog, oldideasforthemodernmind.blogspot.com. You can send me questions and comments to my email address, amemtorah at gmail.com. That's A-I-M-E-M-T-O-R-A-H at gmail.com. That's where you can also sign up for our weekly email newsletter, which includes the written version of the Stvar Torah and a uh, free download of this uh, Zvar Torah. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Just search for the Amen Torah podcast. And of course, don't forget to visit ashkofahandbook.com, which is where you can download the podcast. And uh, you can learn more about my book, Reality Check, uh, Handbook of Ashkafa. And of course, visit us on all the various social media platforms. And you can send me messages through there as well. We're on Google+, we're on Facebook, under... Ancient Ideas for the Modern Mind, and uh, on Twitter, at Amem Torah. Have a great Shabbos, everyone. Looking forward to speaking to you next week.